town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to the Common Folk Podcast. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Nice (laughs) intro. I am so giggly. Who invited Lady Giggles here? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. Hey. I didn't get a gummy. They said someone slipped me a gummy. <laughs> and I guess they're legal now, right across the border in Missouri. But yep. that as of yesterday or what? Uh, just a little bit ago. Mm. I, I want to say in January, right? I, don't know, I haven't ventured yeah. down Well, Drew, how would you stuff. know that? I was just told this. Oh, right. And it sparked a new business idea. I was like, oh. Yeah. You know, Rockport Roaches. <laughs> so that's, that's, right. it's, that's actually, it's in Missouri. I mean, if you're going to open one, that would be what you would open. That's a really good idea. We should design what? you a logo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and we could supply a little roach clips, the whole nine yards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, you're going to eat a gummy that's a roach? Do you not oh. even? Don't pretend like you came from Bellevue West. Don't pretend like you don't know. I don't what, know what you're what talking about. And we're not talking a cockroach. Okay, that's what I'm literally thinking of. What are you guys talking about? This is a kid's show, so we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone explain? We'll talk about this later. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, this is PG. Come on. So, today, mm-hmm. we have a guest. Okay. We have a uh, buddy of mine, uh, Drew Jones. How Drew you doing? Jones. Better than I deserve. What's your... Um, is Drew's is Drew short for Andrew? No, it is not. It's straight up Drew. Straight up Drew. That's good. I like that because everyone gets nicknames and it's like just name the kid the nickname. Either that or my parents were just lazy. One of the two. It's not a family name, nothing. Nope. Okay. Straight plain Drew. Drew. Yep. What's your middle name? Don't want to know? <laughs> I had to go there, didn't we? <laughs> had to go to that one. Tell me it's Roach. <laughs> no. Look, look, you're going to have to look that one up. Oh, it, you don't want to talk about is it? Is it on Google? Is it sensitive? Yeah, it probably is. I mean, it's just my mom was conceited. Oh. Franklin. Franklin is your? L-Y-N on the end. Oh. With a Y. That's fancy. My mom's yeah. middle name is Lynn. <laughs> That's fancy. Yeah. Drew Jones, the fancy one. Could we find that on Google via like some uh, some legal documents from? I probably wouldn't recommend looking up legal documents on me on Google. <laughs> it's gonna send you down a rabbit hole. But wait till after tax season, right? Well, and the and the past is the past, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah, I I thought it would be fun to have drew in here we we've gotten to know each other over the last few years we met i was thinking about i was thinking back on it earlier today uh we would have met in late 2015 Mm -hmm. um morgan and i and the kids were living in tennessee i moved back a few months um before they did and was living out here at the farm and was trying to start this business getting get involved in agriculture and living out here in in the country uh, having grown up out here, knew a lot of folks kind of in the industry, but we never farmed ourselves. We we raised horses, but that that was it. I mean, we dealt with hay and those kinds of things, but we weren't row crop farmers or anything right. of the such. Um, and I think it might have been my mom was like, hey, you remember 
your sister's best friend, Lindsay? And I'm like, yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, she's married to a guy who farms out here. You should go talk to him because we're trying to meet all these farmers. You I know? didn't know mm-hmm. that's how that started. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, cool. So then I think, I don't, I don't remember. I remember meeting you one night down at the clubhouse. Yeah, the golf course with Joel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it was Joel. Joel yep, that's right. Yep. Um, and then we got to chatting and you were sharing things with me and like giving me some insight. And I, I was learning a lot of shit, whether you knew it or not. Like <laughs> I was picking up on all these things. I'm like, God, these are the guys that I, that I have to be able to sell to. Andy over here knows because he was doing the same thing at the time. Mm-hmm. That was how mm-hmm. Andy and I met. Yep. Yep. So with the you soil were, treatment product. Yeah. So you were going through a lot of the same stuff as well, although your background was a little different than mine. Right. So I did grow up on a farm and, you know, worked for one of the largest farmers in our county. So, you know, I did a lot of planting, harvesting, all that, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So, Mm -hmm. but I did have to, you know, especially with the products that we were trying to, you know, move, kind of reinvent or relearn, you know, uh, a language to it. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And the stuff really at the time, and we're we're not going to get into the details of the product or anything, but it was... It was different. It wasn't what a lot of guys are using. Right. Um, and and now, you know, fast forward, we're what seven eight years later. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty commonplace for just about yeah. anybody in one form or another. But um, we were, you know, we were trying to make our way doing that. And uh, and so Drew um, was uh, nice enough to give me a shot. And hey, yep, here's let me help you out. Here's what's going on. So Drew, you bought this stuff. Yeah, we, no, ran, we got, ran some you, and we did some okay. test yep. plots and did that. I wouldn't yep, even sure say did. nice yep. enough. When you meet people that are genuine from the beginning, you know. He was an honest dude. He wasn't there just making another sale. Yeah. You know, we weren't just another customer. Ben's just a good dude. Yeah. You know, moving fast forward this, it's, you know, substantiated, but yeah. we weren't just another salesman. Sure. Yeah. Wasn't just yeah. trying it. Yeah. We did just I mean, try it for you, though, Ben. <laughs> 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 so, well, it was, that's but what, it wasn't. And that's really what everyone was doing. You <laughs> right. know I mean? But as we wanted as, to know as well. Yeah. Take you know. take a little leap, yeah. mm-hmm. see how it works, spend yep. a little bit of money. Um, but it, as as we were trying to, as I was trying to build that business and build a new income and, you know, basically start over, mm-hmm. um, we did a lot of different things together. And mm-hmm. the farm that um, Drew was associated with hired me to help in the fall. So that was a big deal. Like it not only was it awesome learnings, but it was another income stream because just sitting here trying to build a business, you know, mm-hmm. it was more part-time work, still keeping things going. So all very important as far as that goes. Um, so as far as like my, <clears throat> my beginnings go in this area with starting my own business and, and, and getting back on our feet, I personally, I attribute a ton of it to you. So I thank you for that. Welcome, Ben. But you've oh, done it. you you've guys done are going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. You've built, <laughs> you've done very well. And you've told me what, 10 years ago, even longer. I said, is this going to work? And he said, it will work because it has to work. Yeah. That is definitely. And I never forget line. that. That just resonates, you know, yeah. still to this yeah. day. Yeah. It will work because it has to work. Yeah. And you could, that you'd really take that to just about anything. If you're right. determined enough, yep. you, you you'll figure out a way or tweak it, this or that. But good, good God, there's some terrible ideas out there. Are you like that? There's no way that this is going to work here or there. And they make it happen. And that's one of the things that we've talked about with a few other guests and on a few other podcasts as well. It's like 
if you have that determination, you're going to figure out how to make it work, then you're going to figure out how to make it work. It might not be the way that you originally saw it happening. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have had these plans of like like that soil product. Like, right. I'm going to blow this thing up. I'm yep. going gonna, gonna to own eastern Nebraska and all these kinds of right. things. But then along the way, other things start happening and other opportunities start presenting themselves. And you have to be smart enough to figure out, is it time to cut bait? Is it time right. to add this to my portfolio? Mm-hmm. Is it time to do this or that? Um, and the, that's some of the things that I want to talk about today as well. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of talking about a balance there, aren't you, where, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunity, especially when you're new back to an area and you're meeting people like Drew here and, and you know, you got your ideas of what could work and other farmers saying, well, I'd really like this or that. You know, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities. So you got to kind of filter through that and figure out, well, what would stay true to where I want to go or how I want to get there? Um, but also maintain, you, you know, what, what what you're trying to accomplish, I mm-hmm. guess, you know. Because mm-hmm. there's – for me, I got all these different job opportunities. Hey, why don't you try and sell this? Why don't you try mm-hmm. and sell that? And, I mean, I ultimately went in a completely crazy different direction. I had no idea it was coming. That's getting into ag journalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my break-in yeah. into journalism in itself, and that's turned into – sports broadcasting which i absolutely love to do and everything that else i got going on now an outdoor hunting and fishing show for god's sakes all started right right. because uh hey why don't you do some ag news we need some ag news that's what a lot of people don't (laughs) yeah that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you need a good you need a good idea to start with but just be prepared it's going to turn into a few other things most likely Mm -hmm. or not Mm -hmm. even a good idea just be willing to follow through 100 percent, and do it and yep. see what transpires. Yeah, yep. take your shot. Right, yeah. take the shot. I have bad mm. ideas every day. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like your honesty. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> so I want to rewind a little bit because what I wanted to do here today was talk to you about um, how you came up and how in and in the end how you got to where you are today in terms of what you're doing because there's been a lot of things that have happened. So let's start with. Uh, Little Drew, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Little yeah. badass Drew. So where we are, and, and we know your kids, so we got a pretty good idea of, of what yeah. you were like. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting everything I deserve, yeah. I guess. But uh, so back in the day, to give people a little bit of perspective, we are, um, as we've said before, we're just outside of Murray, Nebraska is where we live. That's, that's where you guys are. Yep. Murray's a town of roughly 500 people right now. When you were a kid, I'm sure it was a whole lot less. And you guys lived outside of there. So let's take it from there. Where did you grow up and, and how did all that look? So we actually grew up outside of Nahaka, okay. just south Nahaka. of Murray. Gotcha. In the middle of nowhere. Yep. In even, the middle of farm even field. smaller. Yeah. Yep. Grandfather farmed. His grandfather farmed, helped them, was always around, um, moved around quite a bit. And a lot of people really don't know the whole background. Uh, you know, I got brothers and sisters, two other brothers, one sister. Um, I wouldn't say we were like a hundred percent poor, not, but we had everything we needed, but didn't have what everybody had. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And looking back, you can really appreciate that now Mm -hmm. because if I would have had that, I think the outcome where I am today would be a hell of a lot different. Yeah, I agree. You look at where people were around me that had that and where they're at today. It's like, man, what the hell happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They lost themselves. Yeah, you had a good head start, but you know, and, and from there, you know, we moved around a little bit and. The farming background, you know, it's still my passion at the end of the day. I'm not doing that today, you know, with the unfortunate events that transpired later on. Mm-hmm. 
But at the end of the day, farming was my passion, always has been. Um, you know, growing up around there, graduated from Conestoga 2006, uh, farmed my whole life up until 2016. Okay. And that's when we started this whole construction deal. You know, we knew that this farming deal was going to come to an end and hmm. had a backup plan and never really imagined that it would transpire to what it is today. We've got a lot of good people on our side, know a lot of good people, create a lot of great relationships and continue to create them. Um, but it, and even we were thinking about this the other day. That's what one of the guys asked me, where do you want to be in 10 years? And I can't honestly answer that because when somebody asked me that 10 years ago, my answer was totally different totally than good. where yeah. I am today. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You know, I didn't see myself doing this. 10 years ago. That goes, and that 100% goes back to what we just talked about a couple of minutes ago. Yep. About you go out, you set out, excuse me, you set out to do something and things just change Mm -hmm. that you don't, you don't recognize, that you don't, you don't predict. And then being able to recognize those things and, and adapt and pivot and what's the next move. Everything happens for a reason, Mm -hmm. whether you can see it at the time or not. You know, when this whole farming deal didn't work out, it, it, it crushed me. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted my kids to do. But now we're in this position, and it's not just because of the finances. The people that are around us, the people that have supported it from day one that you know said, yeah, it really sucks what happened, but it just wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were meant to do something greater and something better, and and maybe mm-hmm. we were, maybe we weren't. You yeah. know, time won't tell. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we're there yet. And where do we want to be in 10 years? I don't know. Yeah. You know, just good people around us, great employees, keep treating the people we want to be treated. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that you say that because I get that question frequently as well. And I honestly don't know how to answer it. Right. I, I don't I don't know. Like, I know the basics. You know, like, where do you want to be in 10 years? I want to be comfortable. I want to be helping people make a living. I want to be giving back, you know, all these kinds of things. I want to be doing that stuff. But... I don't know what my business mm-hmm. looks like in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope that Morgan's still around in 10 years with you. you yeah. Know? Like yeah. She hasn't moved yeah. up. Yeah, right let's hope so. Yeah. Hopefully my banker's not listening. We need a better business model. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> let's plan but ahead that, a little bit But that's, that's the reality is yeah. like, and that, that was one of the problems that I always had with, um, yeah, I think it's a good exercise to do that. Like, what are we, where are we at in 10 years? It mm-hmm. kind of puts yeah, yeah. things together. Yep. But when I was working in like a corporate job, and they would ask us to do those kinds of projection, yeah. projections. Plan. It, it never ended up being that. Mm-hmm. But I guess that wasn't the point. The point was just get the wheels turning. Yeah. You know, You know, it, uh, this conversation up to this point has reminded me of a song that I've ended up playing a couple times because, you know, I host that country music mm-hmm. radio show, you know. Um, but it's, it's a good one that I kind of forgot about. Uh, Garth Brooks unanswered prayers oh mm-hmm. yeah yep. that's I mean, a good one yeah you get to thinking about and you can tell that Garth and the people that he had around him the songwriters I mean they're phenomenal and, yeah. and that's a hell of a story good classic mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it goes to what you guys are saying I mean who knows if you would have just been able to how easy and looking back like boring would it have been if everything was laid out for you, you got everything you wanted as a kid and here's your brand new tractor here's your 6,000 acres there you go happy life right <clears throat> You know, like, I don't know. Would you be happier with that? You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would have been pretty nice, That, right? that would have been right. all right, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, when you earn what you have, you appreciate it a hell of a lot more. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, your appreciation goes up and, you know, the, the relationships you meet, the people mm-hmm. you meet, it, every little thing, you know, shifts or has a fallout to it. Right. So someone that doesn't know, because I really don't know and you don't need to get into it, but when you said it, it, it fell apart, that just means you weren't able to get land, farm, or you chose to do something. So it was my brother and I farming together and our okay. boss decided to retire. At okay. the time we were farming 3,700 acres. And anybody that knows the ag background knows that if you didn't come from a farming background or have something, there's no way that you're financially going to be able to come in there and, and take that over. Gotcha. And looking back now for me to even have the thought that it was a possibility. I mean, you're talking millions at the time. Yeah. Looking back now, it's like, why the hell would you even think that? Yeah. You know, you're an idiot. Just move on. And, you know, I could have went and worked anywhere else for another farmer. But at the end of the day, I needed to do something for me. Okay. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy farming. Got, you know, family that still does it, great friends that still do it and, and enjoy being around it. And, you know, I'll, I'll never lose that passion for farming. Yeah. Farming is, uh, man, I've learned so much about it myself as well. Just, the you know, the years being around here and that it's. It's an extremely admirable uh, profession Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and there's a lot of history there and a lot of pride and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But it's it the whole thing in one way or another can just be a wicked bitch. Like it's there's so much so many things involved, especially money. There's a lot of freaking money involved. And And it's so cutthroat anymore. It is, man. And people uh, look at all the big equipment, the big shops and all these things are like, oh, my God, these guys, look at all this money and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that a lot of them, all they're doing is they're just passing millions of dollars back and forth. In and out. In yeah. And out. They're not like, yes, they are dealing with millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but not in their pocket. You know what I mean? It might right. be in their pocket for a week <laughs> and then it's going to yeah, the right. banker. It better or be going, out of their pocket. Right. Yeah. Week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people just don't understand what it takes to do it because they just yeah. don't know. They haven't been in it like you and I have been or you have. Yeah. yeah. You like, know. Well, what's a bag of, you know, hybrid corn seed costs right now? Right. Just one bag. Right. Three fifty, four hundred. Four hundred bucks yeah. for a fifty pound bag. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's it, crazy. See, I would never guess that. The yeah, price a bag the just prices, a bag of seed there. Yeah. The prices of everything's absolutely ridiculous. Just the mm-hmm. again, the amount of money that just flows through the system. Mm-hmm. Um it's wild. But it and so then it to what you were talking about earlier, it creates a barrier of entry for right. people who aren't who aren't already in it, who aren't in the family, who aren't going to get something passed down to them, because no bank is going to give you five million dollars or whatever it's going to take. Right, even if you do have the know-how and you know you get five yeah. million in five years, you can make it work. Yeah, it's just not how the banking industry works. Yeah. It'd be cool if no. it did, but yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So um, in regards to farming. Let's rewind again a little bit. So you were saying that like it's always it's always kind of been your passion. It, it probably mm-hmm. always will be. What was that like for you as a kid? Like why – like what got you into that? I spent a lot of time with my grandfather, which has been Brock's dad. Okay. Farmed and mm-hmm. around it all the time. We were running equipment at seven years old, mm-hmm. you know, or even younger. <laughs> yeah. I remember driving a pickup. I was seven. Brock was eight. Go to the farm, get me tools. Mm-hmm. They're like five miles away. You don't do that. Did you? <laughs> did you run into a hay bale? No, we did not. Like when I was that tall or young, and if, I mean, if my father would have done that to us, it was always tricky driving through the hayfield. 
you don't think those hay bales are that close, but they really are. So Brock <laughs> drove, and I was the spotter. Oh, I would sit in the seat because he was so short; he couldn't see over the steering wheel. And uh, I tell him if a car would come, we'd pull over. So you guys weren't smart enough to sit on something. I was just going to ask. Uh, we had you... limited resources okay. at the time. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh man! So good spotter then. Then yeah. you had no cl- good deal. Good deal. Oh my god! So gosh. you guys were running stuff for your grandfather. Oh yeah, just out there. Tearing stuff up. Doing your thing, just yeah. learning yeah. on the fly. Yeah. Ripping equipment apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They give you the truck that, ah, we don't take that one on the highway too often. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was, too. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of it, I know that's where a lot of it started. You know, a lot of respect for that man and mm-hmm. what he did. And, mm-hmm. you know, he passed at a younger age, you know. But he's a good dude and spent a lot of time out there on the farm and just loved it. Now, yeah. did all did your siblings do this too, or enjoy as much as you did? Uh, J- Josh probably right there with me, but the other ones not as much. Okay, I mean, because yep. it would not be common that everybody would find the same common interest, right. like you know. Yep. Okay. Where do you land uh, with the siblings in terms of like ages and in line? One older, two younger. Okay. And yep. Josh is younger than you. Yep. So you two were kind of more in the stuff together, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and more so later on. Yeah, you know, with him working with me and yep. doing all that, and I, I can tell you right now, I can't work with him today. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't no way, man. <laughs> Even if he listens to this, I can't work with him. You guys are just on different pages. Um, and this kind of goes back to the conversation we had earlier about being able to confront people and yeah, tell people how you feel on that. Yeah, Josh is the total opposite. He'll show up and he'll just start yelling at my guys, and he's not even around. Mm-hmm. Like, well, get get your ass to work, do this, do that. It's like, dude, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yelling it. I don't know. And I, that's just his way thinking he's helping, but it's not how you would do it. Yeah, I don't know. He's just a pain in the ass. Like he just <laughs> shows up brother. and gets everybody all pissed <laughs> off. He's like, why's your brother here again today? Like, <laughs> well, he's here to stir the pot, keep everyone on their toes. Yeah, and he does. <laughs> I'd fire all of them. Oh, do you? Do you guys run into that, Andy, with you? Because you got a, a few brothers. Yeah, but it, I think it's just an understanding that I'm the smartest, I'm the oldest. I'm, I'm <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. There's always going to be a civil, you know, rivalries or yeah. what, whatever. But um, we all do have common interests. But and I have two brothers. They're both younger. Um, but I'd say the the hardcore stuff. You know, um, we all see eye to eye on that stuff. And we all have really common interests as far as like sports, baseball, football, uh, that type of deal. So I've been very fortunate. I attribute a lot of that to my parents, you know, mm-hmm. just quote unquote raising us the right way and kind of allowing us to fight when we were little. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, to what you're talking about, if 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 we weren't allowed to like have it out and fight and and me kick Shane's butt every now and then, like that natural progression, like, hey, if you're going to say that, you're going to get popped or right. I'm willing to get popped in order to pop you. You know, that's a... So, yeah, that's what I'm learning. Brothers just always beat the shit oh, out of each other. Oh, it was a downright brawl. You guys every did? Well, I was going to I was gonna say that. You like I've to. heard some stories. You guys... <laughs> every day. Every really? Day. Yeah. I see. I mean, I grew up with sisters and then we only have one boy. I think, I don't know if I could handle that. We we should have brought Brock. He was a witness to a lot of this. Oh, I bet. <laughs> he could tell you how, how chaotic it got. Because this is your cousin. Uncle. Uncle yep. Brock. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so he Essentially, definitely... he was kind of like a cousin, basically, as far as like how you guys grew up together. Yeah, and even <laughs> yeah, I mean, people say you're Uncle Brock, you know, whatever, but he's six months older than me. Okay. Yeah. We, we didn't have enough time to get into all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting fella, too. But, uh. Yeah, you and your brother had it out a few times, and 
that's just the way it was, you know. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. We well, had a when we lived in town, so I, I come from a very small town as well. It was about population three hundred and sixty, four hundred people. And uh, we moved back to the farmstead my the summer between my sixth grade year and seventh grade year. So when we were little, um, we had this the old family house in town, and we had a really nice old couple that lived across from us. And they're the type of old couple that like drank tea in the afternoons and sat out on the front porch and watched cars <laughs> go by. Yeah. Well, too many times it was me and Shane fighting, fighting in the front yard, <laughs> and I would always I always thought like, man, what does Don and Claris think of us? Just I mean, there'd be times where he'd just be running around the house screaming, and like 10 feet behind him was me running behind him. They're probably wagering bets. <laughs> probably. Yeah. How many times did you win? Well, and those, I mean, I was three years old, oh. so that was kind of unfair, which, I mean, that's how Shane got to learn. Like, you need to shut up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys now, like, later, obviously everything changes from when you're a kid, mm-hmm. and your brother that you come to the studio with. Yeah. You, you probably used to beat him up, but now... No, 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 no. He no. was the youngest. I, so I'm seven years older than Jared. Oh, okay. So, and that was, that was a, you know how shit goes downhill? <clears throat> yeah. So I would beat up Shane, then Shane would beat up Jared. Okay. And then I would beat up Shane for beating up Jared. Oh, okay. oh my okay. gosh. And that, that's, that's another reason why I think the middle child syndrome, they're just, they're at a loss. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. So Jared always really liked me because I always stuck up for him because yeah. he was just my yeah. little dude. He's my buddy. Yeah. And, and you're now, the middle child. Yeah. Now, today, so I coach youth wrestling along okay. with Josh. Well, and I bet you love the middle and child. Back again, saying, <laughs> you know, how he's more confrontational, will confront people on other things, even wrestling. I don't want to get up there and talk to the kids. I'll show them individually what to do. But So he gets up and runs his mouth, tells them about the moves. He thinks it's just hilarious when he's demonstrating just to throw me down. <laughs> he just thinks it's alert because that's his opportunity to win finally. But you're, he's not even winning. If there weren't children there, I'm going to tie you up. <laughs> he just thinks it's hilarious. It's not funny. He's going to have it coming one of these days. You're going to show him a counter move. Like, oh, actually, kids, watch this. Yeah. Whoa, boom. Boom. That's a movie. There's like a, a scene I'm thinking of in a movie that. They demonstrate these adults demonstrate this. I, I hope someone videos this sometime and I can I was see say, this. It'll invite be blood me over sport with me and him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Oh my gosh. So from farming, are we to this point yet? Because I'm interested in your company and how that you well, what I, got there. What I wanted there was a couple of things that I wanted okay. to ask before we got to that. Yeah, do um let's we're about halfway. Let's take a quick break and then uh and then we'll come back and get into that. Sound good? Sound good. Ten four. Let's do it. This episode's brought to you by a company near and dear to our hearts, Farm Focused. Farmfocused.com, F-O-C-U-S-E-D. It's the number one provider of branded merchandise for the top brands in agriculture. Folks like Millennial Farmer, Walker Farms, Larson Farms, Cafet, so many more. Again, check it out, farmfocused.com. Being Farm Focused is a way of life. It's a brand you can be proud to be part of. Thanks for listening. Guys. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Here's Lady Giggles again. <laughs> they just informed me about this. I'm telling you, I did not know about this roach clip. Guys, I'm sorry. I went to a school where a lot of people smoke weed, but <laughs> whoa, I am so out of it. What in the hell? Who said anything about weed? I, <laughs> okay, so it's something else. It's crack. <laughs> I thought we were talking about exterminators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
Too huh. far. Okay. Too I'm far. S- like, <laughs> I had no idea. And Vince looking at me like I'm like crazy. I seriously have never heard of <laughs> Roach Clip. Okay. Right. Anyways. Okay. Well, now you know. Well, all right. Now we're back with Drill. The more you know. <laughs> so, all right. So what I wanted to um, start with, first of all, was have you ever had a, uh, like what people would consider like a regular job? Like a yeah. nine to five? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. So like not a desk so when job? You, when you when you first, when you were responding that first I, and I you were like, oh back. yeah, maybe. I take what that was back. It? I, I painted right out of high school. Okay. That's, like, is like that commercial? Regular, that wouldn't be a regular job. Commercial yeah. painting. Yeah. It was a regular hours. Okay. Like less than, and then it was right back to farming. I did mm-hmm. that for like three months. And got fired? No, I quit. I just couldn't handle okay, it. It okay, wasn't enough okay. hours. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot paint for the rest of my life. No offense to painters, but no. Just I, wasn't, I wasn't my wasn't my cards. painted our house, and I said I'll never do it again. It was the worst mm. thing ever. It is miserable. Yeah. Painting yeah, and moving. Yep. Mm. Yep. So as far as like working for someone, punching a clock, nine to five kind of thing, um, you know, the typical what you hear about, and, and I assume, I mean, you, you went to a small high school and all these kinds mm-hmm. of things. You guys had to have heard about this, like the recommended career path. Oh, you yeah. You know, go to college, go get that business degree, go do whatever it is, and then go work for a company and build a 401k and all these kinds of things, like that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. If you, if you don't go to college or nothing, that's yeah. how it was in high school. And uh, so did kid- you go to college? I did. For two semesters. Okay. Right. I yeah. mean, I didn't finish either, so um, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I just really always makes a, me laugh. because yeah, didn't have a major or nothing. Yeah. I just like went to say I went. Right. Well, because to. you thought you were told to, I right? Mean, because even a little more backstory, I'm almost positive. I'd have to double check my own facts. I'm almost positive I was the first Jones to graduate. High, High school. school. Okay. Yeah. Good wow. for you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I mean, it's that's a story. I mean, and graduate yeah. in 2006, that, that, that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's a big story, and the media really likes to run with it as far as, like, inner city from, the you know, mm-hmm. Chicago, even North Omaha, South Omaha, whatever. But it's usually talking about a minority group. Right. And we just don't talk about it. We just give a cold shoulder to white folks that are living in a rural, rural community, and, and it's the same set of circumstances right right uh where the family's always done it this way or hasn't done it this way Mm -hmm. and it just continues it's like this continuum that you got to break out of Mm -hmm. um and there's uh there's a new movie out it got terrible reviews because it took that it took that perspective of a poor kind of farming family out in the middle of georgia and it's like man it's a powerful really good story but it never got any play because i i view it as kind of a reverse racism type thing you know so that, and I don't know, I, I'm giving you a lot of credit for just bringing that up and being able to say that. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, it's facts. And like you say, you got, you got to want to break that mm-hmm. cycle, even if, I don't know, it's what you're, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's at the, the time, comfort that's zone. all you know. Yeah. And there, yeah. you probably caught a little bit of flack for, you know, what are you doing? What do you, why are you doing that? That's oh. not what, how we do. And even today. Yeah. Still to this day, you know, the r- local rumor mill. What are you doing? You're going to go broke. Yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I will. I always tell when people ask me, are you afraid of going bankrupt? Absolutely not. Don't tell my banker that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started with nothing. And if I lose everything, I tried. Yeah. 
And people look at failure these days as, you know, a bad thing. It's a scare tactic to stop people from chasing right. stuff. If, I, I, if you're not trying, yeah. you can't fail. Mm-hmm. So let's try hard. If you fail, mm-hmm. pick back up and move again. Yeah. We all have the same opportunity. It's whether you take it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's how kind of I live every day. You know, we all have an opportunity. Let's do it. Well, you made a fantastic point earlier where, you know, there's a lot of opportunities that are going to come your way. Mm-hmm. Do you take them? Do you not? Do you sidestep them? You know, do you think better of it? Right. But yeah, everybody gets X amount of chances, we'll call it. Right. It's what you do with it or don't do. Just let it slide by. Don't go to school. Don't do this or that. You know, it's really up to you. And I'm guilty of taking too many opportunities. You no. know, like right now, we, <laughs> I, I can't say. It's hard for me to say no. Okay. Smaller, big. So you're like the yes guy? I am the yes guy most of the time, yeah. Like the Jim Carrey, yes man? What do you think, because I would 100% say that about you, that you're the guy that can't say no to anybody, you take on more than you probably should, you usually end up figuring out a way to do it, but what... Are you talking about yourself? (laughs) He is the same, is he not? Exactly, yes, okay. Sorry. Where do you think that came from for you? To just have that mentality of like, I I can't tell people no. I get I've got to do this. I've I've and I, I want to make it happen. It comes back to the point of do you want to fail or not? You know I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna do everything I can to succeed. So I'm gonna say yes to everything. But in the same sense, I'm gonna be as generous as I can and mm. help as many people as I can. I think you you might be selling yourself a little short on in one regard where you've. You got thicker skin now, and it has a lot to do with your upbringing and what you've been able to accomplish, but you're not afraid of failure. I think that fear of failure stops a lot of people from doing or pursuing what they want to do. And, you know, I have nothing nothing against, in fact, there's a lot of dignity in taking a good job for your family, building that 401k up, mm-hmm. and just putting in your time so you can retire at 67 or whatever, right. and then have your boat. Right. You know, like, I'm, I'm all on board. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Right. But, I, I don't think fear should be that determining factor, and I believe it is in so many cases. Right. You know, and up until we, I started this whole deal, and that's my biggest downfall as a boss, I've been the employee my whole life. And I think the conversation we had earlier about being able to confront people and do that, I'm not going to be the asshole. Because yeah. I've had so many people look down on me or treat me like shit as an employee and expect so much more than what was actually, actually capable just to make them more successful. And that's not the type of person I am or want to be. Yeah, I'm not going to break somebody's back just to make me a dollar. I appreciate my employees yeah. as yeah. people. And, and Drew, there's enough assholes out there. There are. So. There's too many assholes. Oh, God, plenty. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes it costs me a lot, you yeah, know, but, I, yeah. I you. but we all yeah. learn, you know, from our mistakes mm-hmm. and we move on. You know, yeah. we've got great employees behind us. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're comfortable and confident, just move on. See, and I think it has to go back to what you guys are saying, but being a risk taker. I mean, I can't say I'm a huge risk taker. There's comfort in just, you know, having, like you said, maybe pushing the clock for some people or whatever. Mm -hmm. Ben has pushed me outside of that, but I don't know. I think there's no risk, no reward. Right. And, but it's, I guess scary, you right. know, I don't it know. Is. So it then is. there's, and then that yeah. comes back to where do you want to be in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you want to risk? Where do you want to go? But, but then here come the other opportunities that just arise and accidentally make you more successful than you ever planned on being. Right. Are you going to take that opportunity or are you going to pass on it? 
Are you going to take it or are you going to let somebody else do it? I, somebody I th- will. I think, um, and you can tell me if you agree with this or if you feel this way, but you know, you get that question, where do you want to be in 10 years? The, the better question for me is where do you not want to be in 10 a- years? Absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Because that's where it's like 10 years from now, I don't want to be looking back saying – I wish. I wish I would have tried this. Amen. I should have had, you know, I should have given this a shot or that yep. a shot or whatever. That's more of the motivating factor right. for me. I'm not getting younger. You're not getting younger. Yeah. Let's do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and a lot of the drive is how I grew up my childhood. I don't want my kids, and I shouldn't say necessarily to grow up how I did, but I want them to have more, but earn it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so where's that? How do you differentiate oh, that? Where's yeah. that fine line? You're going to earn yeah. what you get. I've built this business to what it is today. It's not going to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to work for it, it's not yours. Mm-hmm. You know, work. For, my uncle Joe told me, "You get what you earn, and you earn what you get." Mm. And that's always stuck mm. in my head. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Yeah. So you, we we talked about the farming thing and kind of how that kind of played out, yep. and then you were, you know, obviously throughout those years, you were building skills. You were learning about different things, there was there was some, I think towards the end there, there was a few opportunities that kind of presented themselves that kind of pointed you in this direction that you're on today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and throughout the years, you know, not only building skills, but building relationships. Yeah. Because when I knew that the boss was going to retire, I started buying equipment, looking and getting into the ag conservation side of it. And, it, you know, it's something I could do and I could do relatively cheap and start on my own. Hmm. did it. And then when we were completely done farming, I already had those relationships that we created over the years. People seemed to trust me and, you know, trust with what we were doing and hire us. And then it just snowballed and evolved to something way bigger than what I've ever imagined. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't think we'd be sitting here today with 18 employees, you know, seven years ago is just me and two other guys. Can can we get into that? Because he's I, he's got me in suspense here. I'm like, well, what do you do now? God, I gotta know. <laughs> well, then I think yeah, and I think we 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 unpack that a little bit. So, you again, it, it's like we've talked about these different opportunities kind of present themselves, and you have mm-hmm. to make the decision: Am I going to go ahead and go down that road, or am I going to just try to stick with what I'm doing? And you decide to go down that road, and you were working on like farm field projects. Yep that involved dirt work and moving dirt and so on and so forth. And that was kind of the guy that you became. You're doing a really good job at those kinds of things. And then some other opportunities presented itself with, with that equipment. And then next thing I know, you know, here I am a few months ago driving down the highway on this major highway project. And all I see is Drew stuff all over the place. And I'm like, these dudes are working on building roads now. Like he was Working on terraces and tiling and stuff, and now they're doing this. You know, it's like those things kind of one leads to another. How many trucks has this guy got over here? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's creating relationships and, and yeah. networking, you yeah. know, because I was also told, I don't know how many years ago, your net worth is your network. Mm. Man, you're full of these, mm-hmm. what, do you, yeah. what do you call these, one-liners? Or, uh, I'll, I'll drop some one-liners. <laughs> these like a, I got a pocket yeah. These yeah. sayings, like they're a, good. Yeah, like a working man Zig Ziglar yeah. over here. Yeah. They're <laughs> good. They stick. You know, I, I, I mean, I like to think I get along with everybody. And we've got a lot of good relationships. We've created a lot of good relationships, but we start a relationship to keep one. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're fair and honest, it goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are out there to get rich off one job or one thing 
that's not what we want. We want to create mm-hmm. a relationship. We want to get to know the people. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, we're all just people. We're out here for a common goal. Let's work together. Let's all be successful together. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, let me ask you a question. You, you're talking about all the people you work with and relationship building and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many phone calls a day you take? Oh, on a slow day, 50, 60. Yeah. Minimum, there's sometimes two, 300 phone calls a day. Wow. I don't think I know anybody that's on the phone more than you are. You know, some some days it gets annoying, but I enjoy it. I like talking to people. <laughs> there you go. Other than right. the spam but, calls. But like I, mean, I tell Ben, don't you want to get like that earpiece? I mean, your neck's got to uh, be like, eh, like, come on now. The pickup phone's the best. Yeah, well, just yeah, but you're not yeah. always... But then you get the earbud, then you look like a truck driver running around Walmart yeah. with it still on. It's like, you're not in your yeah. truck, but take yeah. it off. You know, nobody wants that. Yeah. <laughs> no I, offense to all the truck drivers, but I, take, take the earpiece off going into Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. How, how many times a day do you have to plug that thing in? <laughs> Every day. It just stays plugged yeah, in if you're not on it. Constantly, yeah. <laughs> all day. Um, and I think that's a testament to who you are because, you know, like you said, Morgan's like, oh, Ben's on the phone all the time too. But I get like that, that conversation, you know, that you're constantly having that conversation, like it, man, after a while, it just exhausts me. And I can't give that person what I should be able to give them. And I'll, I'll miss the call and I'll wait. Right. I'll, I might call him back in a few hours. I might call him back the next day. I might forget to call him back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think you're really pretty good. <laughs> I might forget to call him. That's great. It happens. Hey, it, it happens. It, it does. I'm just being honest. I know. I think when you have the chance, you're really good at always answering that phone. Like, hey, what's going on? What are you up to? What What do you need? You know. I, I try, and then you know, I tell the old lady I hate when the phone rings all the time. But when it doesn't ring, it's like, mm, what's going on here? And then you're searching you're through so email. Used to like, it, yeah. But what oh, you guys are forgetting is, and maybe Drew, it sounds like you do this a little bit better. When Ben exhausts himself so much on the phone, then I get nothing out of him at home. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of conversation at mm-hmm. home because he's like, well, fuck this. I already talked to 500 I, people today. Right. I'm not going to be talking to you. And it's like, And Lindsay, whoa. Lindsay would agree. Whoa. But then when I come home, it's, that's all you talk about is work. When that's all you do, what else do you have to talk about? You know, I'm not going to the yeah. basketball game at four. I'm working at four. It's hard to switch gears. It mm-hmm. is. And then, yeah. you know... I don't know. The wheel's always turning, but the hamster's not always home. <laughs> there it is. There's, There's your, another one. Yep, there's a good one. <laughs> Someone should be writing all these yeah. down, okay? Um, no, but I think that's true. I mean, I feel like that we talk about work a lot, too, but we definitely try to be like, all right, no business talk. What else is going but on in the hard. world? When but it's hard. Yeah. When you're as invested as you are, mm-hmm. it's a common interest and a common goal for especially you two working together. Mm-hmm. That's a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Lindsay helps you too. Your wife. Helps, but I mean, when she know. comes home, I don't want to talk about nursing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get yeah. it. I get where yeah. she's coming from. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like we had four babies today. It's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Did they live? <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, Give me the bullet <laughs> points, the big ones. <laughs> right. right. So she's thinking the same thing about your day. Right. But yes, yeah. it is finding the common ground and being like, mm. mm-hmm. but yeah. anyways, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's knowing that. So maybe you have more conversation at home. Sounds like you're more of a talker than this quiet one over here. But I, th- I think it's um, I think that's also a glimpse into the life of the entrepreneur, because mm-hmm. that's really what we're talking about today is that it it takes up so much more of you than yeah. that nine to five that we were talking about earlier, because mm-hmm. while not always in most cases, someone that's working in a nine to five 
when yeah. they leave, when they clock out, they can leave it there. Right. Right. They're done. Yep, they leave yep. it there. Yeah. And, and it's not always that way, right. but oftentimes it is that way. And there's an advantage to that. Like there's yeah. a big plus. If you're a happier person, you got a better life because you can leave work at work. You know, and you're building up your 401k. Like, I, I feel that sometimes we come off like we're telling people, don't get a job. Sure. No, yeah, no right, I'm not. Right. I don't yeah. want to say that at all. In 100%. fact, it really, yeah. uh, some people crave that stability or just function better in it. There's right. like a personality test that you can take, and it can pretty much draw it up like, no, you need a 9 to 5 right. to be optimal. You, you know, happiness and everything across the board. So um, I think that's a great point to make is mm-hmm. it, it might be a little easier for your traditional nine to fiver to be able to just compartmentalize that yeah. and leave it at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Great. you bring that, you bring that stuff home. What I was getting at is you bring that stuff home and then it's, I don't know, it's just so much of a part of you. It is. I mean, even when you're not talking about it, you're thinking about it. What's yeah. the next step? Where do I go from here? Yeah. You lay down at night, the lights go off and you're thinking, what the, we got so much to do tomorrow. How are we going to get done? Mm. You know Who's going to show up? up? Who isn't going to show up? You know, and it's a constant struggle, but you just got to let it go sometimes. When I first um, started doing this, it was probably within like a year, I had a guy ask me the question, um, what keeps you up at night? And I didn't really have a really good answer to that. And knowing what I know now, this, this many years into it, I would have a pretty good answer. But at the time, I think it was like, we had kind of just started. It was still kind of a honeymoon phase, like trying to figure things out. And I'm like, I don't know. I sleep pretty good. I wake up and I go and do this, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So that question for you, what what keeps you up at night? What's got your head spinning in, in the middle of the night? The next step. How are we going to do better? How are we going to build this better? How are we going to make sure that our employees love what they do? Because that's a huge part of who we are and what we do. Without them, we can't make it work. And that's a constant struggle that I have being the employee side my whole life. Like, would I be comfortable working here? Would I be happy working here? Mm. And I think about yeah. that, you know, and it's like. That's good. Damn, maybe I yeah. do push some of these guys too much. You know, like, we got Jade. The dude's a, an animal. He's a total asset to us. And at the end of the day, it's like, do I ask too much of this guy? Can he even have a life? Because, you know, I'm pushing him. Yeah. Have I became that boss that. I hated, you know, when I mm-hmm. did did work. Yeah, you know that that is a struggle that keeps me up a little bit thinking about, you know, if they're happy and you know how how all this is going to transpire and progress. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't keep everybody happy. Yeah, no, that's a great. Is there a lot of turnaround or turnover? We had with... some sig- significant turnover with drivers, but you know, the guys that have been with us have been with us. You know, Art from day one. Okay, he was with me before we started an LLC, and he's still here. You know, and Jade the same way. Okay. You know, most of them here have been long time. So when you say drivers, what are you driving? Truck truck driver, semis. Okay. But what are you doing? What's your company called? We haven't even touched oh, on that yeah, yet. I guess we haven't. Final grade construction. Okay. And so you do what? Heavy earth moving stuff? primarily. Yeah. Dirt work, dirt stuff. Rocks, yeah, sand. Rocks, dirt. <laughs> yeah, well, fun stuff. Well, I see the side dumper t-shirt, and that's the first thing that I noticed. So yeah, those yeah. are those are uh, trailers, right? With that dump yep. to the side, yep. you know. But it, it's a what foot are those? Fifty three, uh, somewhere. How many can like you that. tell you? Yeah, oh, we just picked two of them up today. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you. <laughs> and our is it side dumper? or Is it another one that's made in Nebraska? Side dumper, Columbus, okay. Nebraska. There we go. Yep. The city of progress and power. Yep. Shout out Columbus. Yeah, absolutely. Down to earth <laughs> dudes. The best yeah. people you could ever deal with up there. 
Should get one of those guys on the podcast. Yeah, you, Nebraska, right. Nebraska business. You, you call William, that guy up there. He'll be on here tomorrow. Yeah, awesome yeah. dude. And we nice. got got some ties to you know. I'm from Northeast Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne, that's where uh, Great Dane yep. trailers are mm-hmm. out of there, refrigerated, and they're semi trailers as well. So like, uh, I don't know. I think that says something about the Midwest too. You know, you know like, that comes back to relationships. <laughs> you know, the mm-hmm. guy at Side Denver, that's where they're manufactured. That's where they're built. And I talked to that guy, you know, quite often. We toured the plant. They took us on a big pheasant hunt. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about, creating yeah. relationships, meeting new yep. people, and just seeing other ways how people do the same yeah. thing you're doing in a different way. Yeah. And, I mean, he's supplying you a piece of equipment that makes your job easier, faster, more efficient. Yeah, and he just loves me because we keep buying them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He gets a little something out of it, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Drew and those guys want to go on a pheasant hunt? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, of if course. you look at the back of this shirt, I think they owe us some royalty. <laughs> Because that's our semi on the back of their shirt. Oh, is it? I had no idea. Nice. It's like you got to stop and get one of these shirts. Your truck's on it. Oh, that's awesome. A year later. <laughs> oh, thanks, William. Yeah, you're like, hello. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're still waiting for that royalty check, right? I'm going to send him the link to this podcast tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. So he can listen to it and know yeah. that he owes us a royalty. Okay. You, yeah, just just know we're still waiting on that one. Yeah. Thanks, Plus, William. there's no there's no free ads on the Common Folk Podcast. Mm, that's right. And we've been talking about side dumper now for like two or three minutes. So right. I got it prorated right here. What you see? You got. Well, right, just cool. we'll send him a bill too. He, <laughs> during the break, he called me, gypped us on some aluminum wheels. So. <laughs> See? Oh, that steel. was the dude that you were talking to? Yeah, that was oh, William. Geez. Who put steel wheels on a trailer? Yeah, that is That's cool. all I want to know. That is Bush. You, you should, I wish we had another line to call him right now. and Get decide. him on. Yeah, just, just pull him on, on the air. <laughs> I mean, if, and have... if he needs some shirts, like I know a company that does that too. Oh, yeah, so. we could hook him oh, up. Man. See how this, See how this, all this is I happening? Mean, hello. It all comes together. And, <laughs> and we have the attachment to make a call on this player. Your so network is your net worth. There we are. There you go. Here it comes again. Just, you got to remember these things. Okay. You can't just let them go, Morgan. Okay. Thank that you. Sense. Your network is your net worth. Okay. So got that we, one. we've got a, a few minutes left, I think, to kind of bring it all together. What? How do you? How do you truly feel about what you're doing today, and and where? Not only where your business is at, where your life's at, and how this has all influenced that. Oh, that's tough, Ben. How do I feel today? Mm-hmm. If you need another beer, we got more in the fridge. I, I feel like where we're at today isn't where we're going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about where we're at today. I feel better about where we're going tomorrow. Because it's just every day you're constantly striving to do better for yourself, for your people, for your family. Mm-hmm. So if you can't do better tomorrow than you did today, why the hell even try? Yeah. If you mm-hmm. know you can't do better tomorrow than you did today, stay in bed. <laughs> Calling sick, you know. Why I mean? even show up? But, you know, I, I feel good. You know, it's taken a lot of work mm-hmm. to where we are at today, but I enjoy every minute of it. Have You're, you found? Excuse me. Okay, go ahead. Have you found that? Okay, since you've been growing now for a while uh, with your Earth Moving Company construction mm-hmm. company, that you've got some protocols in place now where it's a little bit easier for you. And it's making it easier to grow. So, you know, we're talking about, oh, we're staying up at night, we're sweating it, we're yep. worried. Are some of those worries starting to, like, kind of 
drift away for you, and now you're feeling more optimistic and better about your growth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we delegate a lot more. We've got great office help. She handles all the legal stuff. We've got yeah. a great attorney on yeah. hand. You know, stuff that you, I would have never thought about right. from day one. You know, oh, a, know. a lawyer, yep. you know, safety mm-hmm. protocol, our own safety oh, plans, all that. OSHA. OSHA, MSHA, you mm. know, the whole nine yards. Just stuff yeah. you would never think that you would be going through. And I got a one-liner for you. No job is done till the paperwork is done. Oh, um, that's bullshit. There's sometimes I don't bill at all because oh. I forget. <laughs> that, that's, oh. My younger brother, that's the primary job that he does for Bauer Underground. Uh, yeah. you know, he, is billing? Is billing. Bauer Infrastructure. There you go. Yes, yes. He, he called me earlier. Jared? Yeah, before the meeting. I don't know. His, no, I got his name. What? Not your brother. Some other dude there. Okay, yeah, with Bauer. That was your one yeah. of 50 calls today? Yeah. No, yeah. Jared. Oh, that's his brother. That's your brother? Mm, yeah. That's, no, that's Jared Pinkerton. No, uh, Jared, Jared Klassen. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. That would be that'd weird. Been, that would have been, been far out there, strange. Yeah. But like, Bauer's pretty big, and that, yeah. that started in Norfolk, Nebraska, yep. and now they got offices yeah. in Lincoln. Yeah. And that's not actually not a bad um, thing to say, Andy, as far as, like, it's not done until the paperwork's done, because personally, I'm really bad at paperwork. Oh, so oh, I, I hate it. Yeah. And we get we will get the job done. Mm-hmm. But then I might not bill it for two or three months, yep. and it's it's just not smart. Mm-hmm. Our new office smart. lady just told our CPA, she said, don't call Drew for anything. He doesn't want to be in the office. He just wants to work. It's like, well, that's fine if she's in here. Mark. She does great. <laughs> and if she's in there, it's good. <laughs> she does awesome. But I don't. I can't, I can't do the office stuff. I yeah. think that's another um, very good lesson is figuring out, and then you as a business manager, figuring out what are you good at. Mm-hmm getting yourself in a position to where you can focus just on that um, and then putting all those other people in the yep. positions that they're yeah. good at. What's ever, and not try to piss off everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm better at this than he is. Well, mm. Says who? Yeah. So, but you don't like to boss people around. You don't like to do paperwork. What do I do? I just like to work. What do you do? <laughs> I just work. So what does your day look like besides answering the phone? Do you run equipment? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I, that's what I enjoy doing. I'll show up, I'll run equipment and I don't know, I'll sit in my pickup a little bit and Watch them from afar. Make sure everything's going good. Okay. I think you 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 have to spend a lot of time putting together the deals and yep. and what's where's the next place that we're going? Where am I sending the guys next? Yep. You know. And it does take a lot of time, but you know, to me that's the I shouldn't say easy part, but we can put it all together and then the guys just follow through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm there to just make sure they have everything they need and. Everybody's good. And that goes a long way, too, where you have the know-how and you're also willing and enjoy it running the equipment. Because you, sometimes you'll get a group of guys and they'll just talk shit yep. about the foreman or the boss man behind his back. Because, man, he doesn't even know how to shift in, out of fourth gear into fifth anyway. That's every day. You know. There is more drama with men employees than there is female. If <laughs> I, I I swear. Ooh. I swear to you. We have one can female driver one, now. Can that be a liner, too? Can we add that to the list? Maybe a later date. Maybe we can make a shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I could hire eight more female truck drivers, I would. She shows up. She does her job. She goes home. She never complains. And she doesn't break anything. Wow. And the guys that break stuff just yesterday, back to trailer or something. I, I didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know who did. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Or You're just like, seriously? Like, or just kind of shrug the shoulder. Huh, huh, yeah. Huh, well, yeah, not my problem. I, I mean, I, my blood will boil. Like, I, Yeah. Yeah. But I will but I will give you credit. You have little children. So you are a you are a present dad. You're around them a lot. Lindsay works. So ages of your kids are Put me on the spot. Thirteen. 13 about fourteen. Okay. Six, 
four and two. Right. So you're juggling a lot, not just business wise, but with your family too. Mm-hmm. And you just got to kind of find a balance. And maybe I have, maybe I haven't found it, and I think I have. It's not easy. No, it's not. It's been easier now. You know that with being younger, they haven't been in, actively involved in sports other than the oldest, and I make it as much as I can. And Lindsay makes it a priority to make it to yeah. everything she can. Absolutely. You know, she's that mom in the bleachers that's screaming that makes me not want to go. Uh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I think we just did an episode about this. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I, I'm, there's you an episode. A bleacher coach drives me nuts. And mm-hmm. that's my wife. Mm-hmm. If you want to coach, get, get on the Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what Ben said. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't do that. Can't yeah. Do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she's present. Yep. Yes. Very present. And you're there when you can. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, off air, you know, you're watching the kids if she's working or whatever. So you're juggling a lot. That yep. I think that that's that's huge, too. Mm-hmm. Something that I felt like needed to be pointed out when we're talking about running a big business, having 18 employees, juggling all the stuff, you're still juggling a family, too. It's not mm-hmm. like you're just this single right. douchebag dude running a <laughs> and business, back to the, you know. You know, implementing things to make things easier. You said douchebag dude, and you went right to me. Did you see that? <laughs> she looked at you. I'm glad you chimed in before I did. <laughs> but, you know, back to implementing things that made it easier. You know, as we grew, we moved the office from the house. To where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I come home, I don't work. Yeah. Oh, nice. You know, and when we yeah. farmed, I lived where I worked. Yeah. And that's something to be said about farmers. Yeah. You, you don't ever get away from it because you yeah. live where you work. Yeah. 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 You know, and I always said that's what Linda said. If we built a house, do you want to shop here? I don't. I do not. I do not want to live where I work again. Hmm. Okay. Because it's so hard for me to. Yeah. Say, I can't. I can't shut it off. And, and most farmers, a lot of old farmhouses, they have like a little corner of their house that is the office, mm-hmm. yep. and it's just it's always just papers everywhere, a stapler here, like it's always a mess. Yep. And you can tell they just don't want to even go to that part right. of the house. You know, it mm-hmm. gets neglected. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that? Because you work a decent amount from the mm-hmm. computer at home. Yeah. That you don't love it there. Oh, it's not that I don't love that. I mean, I love being at the house. Yeah, but, but you don't love being in the room. That particular room, yeah, is kind of, eh. yeah. Yeah, see, and I didn't love when we had the print shop in the basement till we grew to where we're at now. Right. It was like. It made it a little easier. Yeah. You can set, you can shut it off okay. a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's yeah. good. That's good. Huh. Yeah. yeah, no, man. I mean, the um, the the job and the business and everything that you've built for yourself, you know, if you look back on all the things, it's it's enabled you to have you know, a, a, a great family, you know, a, a great house, you know, great vehicles, great you situation. Got good, I got a boat. <laughs> but it can buy me a boat. <laughs> right. Good relationships. I mean, all these kinds of things and um, nothing extravagant, but just like a good, solid life. Right. right. And, and, you know, at the end, of, uh, w- with that being said, what do you want to take away from your business? Do you want a million dollar home? Do you want mm-hmm. two vacation homes? Do you want this? Do you want, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Just grow this and, and keep it sustainable. Keep it operational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I just don't desire those things. I do like nice things. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I trash most nice things that I have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like what? <laughs> my, my pickup. Your side by side. Side by side. You know. You know, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's not about all about the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it's seeing we're giving people work, and to me, that's worth a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they depend on us every week. 
And that is a stressor at night, you know, mm-hmm. when things get slow, what are we going to do? These guys have to eat. They have kids. Mm-hmm. They depend on us every day to mm-hmm. keep going. If we don't keep going, we're starving them out. I would imagine that the um, the worst conversation, at least for me, and, and I just imagine this is for every business owner, the worst conversation you can ever imagine to have would be to have to go to one, those people or one of them or whoever and be like, yo, look, we can't make payroll this this." this pay period. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to go. I don't know what you're going to do, but you're going right. to have to do something yep. and it ain't coming from me. So I'm going to do my best to make it better next time. But you know, like the, right. you, that conversation, man, that would be. And it's a fear in your head. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been there. We haven't been to that point, but you know, with the massive amount of reinvesting we've done, I've had no schooling. Nobody's told me how to run a business. There's no mm-hmm. book written on it. I figured it out as I went, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes I made bad decisions and the, the, the financials weren't always there. You know, how are we going to make payroll? But you always figure it out. Mm-hmm. And there's figured- actually been about 5 million books written about how to start a business and they're all <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> there's so much bullshit that I've read a lot of them. Maybe someday we'll get the, the Drew Jones way. Of- oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll write a book. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is I can't read. Oh. Oh, no. stop. No, you graduated. You can't pull that. I knew it. I oh, knew my it. gosh. Man, so what else? Anything that uh, that you were thinking about when, when I told you we want to do this podcast that you were hoping, like, maybe you'd get asked or you'd like to talk about? I think you covered it, Ben. Yeah, yeah. We, we we got our nice shot in there at the side dumper, guys. Yeah, so lucky was, fellas. Was yeah, that was good. You know, I don't know. I need to go back and... Listen to some of your other podcasts. You don't get enough credit for the person that you are. <laughs> the people that don't know you, you know, just like with the jackets, call Ben last minute. Can you do this? We got a big deal going. He can't say no, can he? <laughs> no, he has a hard time. I, I was like, Drew, no. God, Jeremy, <laughs> or and, and thought, you guys are busier than all hell. <laughs> yeah. And he got it done. But yeah. Ben, at the end of the day, he's a good dude. You married yeah. a good dude. Thanks. I mean, I know that, but. It is nice to hear that from other people. I mean, yeah. I think many people would say that for sure. I don't know. It depends who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, you, what you've built is very similar in a lot of ways to what we've done. Mm-hmm. You started from the ground and worked it up. Mm-hmm. And you made it work because it had to work. Yep. Yeah. And you didn't look back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you and I get along so well. Because we got a lot of sim- similarities. Right. And, and there ain't no bullshit. You yep. know, it is what right. it is. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. Yep. Right. You're honest, not sugarcoating, not covering it up. You right. mess up. You talk about it. You move yeah. forward. Move on. Keep digging. Everybody fails. Yep. A lot mm-hmm. of people have dumb ideas. I get them every day. Mm-hmm. Just move on. <laughs> sort them yeah. out. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, we get a lot of that, um, you know, around here in, in small town America in general. You know, it's just like, just kind of level-headed for the most part, soft-spoken, thinking right. about things, you know, wanting to do what's right, you know, that kind of stuff. And and, and I, I've said this before, but I feel like uh, we have more entrepreneurs, you know, per capita mm-hmm. in small-town America mm-hmm. than we do anywhere. It's like, it's almost like everyone is running some kind of right. business in one way or another. And being successful at it. Yeah, yeah. And it's across a lot of different genres. Like, if you start diving into it, you meet a lot of different photographers. You meet a lot of different, like, video editors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just 
uh, in the ag world or the construction world where you're seeing all this entrepreneurship, you're seeing it really across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. And it's what it's what these small towns need because you need the, you know, you need the guys doing the trucking. You need the guys making the t-shirts mm-hmm. right. and, and guys and ladies. You need the 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 folks that are going to own the convenience store. You know. All mm-hmm. of those things. You need the ones that are going to clean the boats, you know, or whatever. Like, it's a hundred different things. You have to have those people in town that are going to do that. And then, therefore, people, you know, they take that initiative. They step up and they do it. They get a little bit of motivation from seeing some of their peers mm-hmm. doing it. You know, we all kind of feed off of each other. I think and there's some of that. you get good people that support yeah. local people. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that people don't realize is how much that truly helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had one guy that just really believed in us, Don Slichtemeyer. The dude gave us work because he thought we didn't have any work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'll, I'll never forget the dude. I mean, he just has helped us in every way that he could yeah. when he didn't need to. Yeah. It's like, and, you know, that says a lot about that dude's character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a, a good down-to-earth person. But that comes back to help the people around you and they'll help you. And and that that guy put you in a spot where you could keep the wheels turning. And you didn't have to do something shady like you're talking about making payroll. You didn't have to stretch uh, a six-month job out to 12 months Mm -hmm. to keep you guys busy. You would have pissed everybody off, especially (laughs) early on, if you would have tried to do something like that. And you you got in line with someone and said, no, I'm going to give these guys a shot. Yep. And, yeah, I think it's special to run into somebody like that. There's good people out there yet. Whether And whether you guys realize it or not, this is a good way to just kind of bring it all full circle. This is what we were talking about in the beginning. When I came to town and I was trying to do what I was doing and what you did for me, I mean, that's that's the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the good dude <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Drew Jones, not Andrew. <laughs> right. It's Drew. <laughs> Just Drew. People help people. Yeah. Good Drew. Yeah. And they'd be a good person. Wait, Come Drew back. Franklin? Jesus. <laughs> Give this girl a gummy. <laughs> so. Oh, jeez. You, you guys have, before I move on, you guys have anything else? I no. don't. No. What are we doing? Well, we've got um, a little something, something we're going to do here that we're going to share with my buddy, Drew. Okay. All right, let's pull this up. Oh, it's a secret compartment. Ooh, oh, what Jesus. do we have here? We got a little speakeasy. Uh, uh, uh. Come this, on. This, this Did you think that was just a flag sitting Another there? Yeah. These. I wonder why it was so crooked, though. <laughs> because I, I had it popped up. So you could get in there. Yeah. Um, so first of all, that glass right there is going to be yours. There we go. To take a little... Thank you. Drink ski out. That's the real McCoy right there. We're gonna share a little drink. We're gonna share a little drink together. So, um, what one of the things that I want to talk about with you um, on this is those copper cups. Uh, it's a company that we work with in Nebraska out of O'Neill called Handlebend. So those are all handmade cups. Those, these are legit. Yeah. Aren't yeah. they heavy? They're mm-hmm. nice. Super nice stuff. So um, in working with those guys. Um, they put a few things together for us um, just as thank yous for our guests. So this package right here, this is for you. Boom. You guys are too generous. So that thing has in it uh, a couple of those cups, although they're full size. Uh, again, handmade. The packaging on that thing is badass. Killer. <laughs> Look at it. You get your own little mini crowbar. Don't that's, let Wade get in there and do it. <laughs> yeah, Guys, that's apart. their oh, son. Don't let he, him get after it. He's a menace. He is, a he menace. is kind of like Dennis the Menace. He is Dennis the Menace. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's, it's a cool presentation. Handlebend.com. Those guys make some of the coolest stuff out there. Um, anybody who's looking for like a very unique gift, 
Um, that is cool. Whatever it would be. It doesn't matter what the holiday is. It doesn't matter if there's even a holiday. Buy somebody one of those things because there's no way they're not going to like it. And you can feel the quality in the thing when you pick it up. What does this weigh? Yeah, it's a beast. Straight copper. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. cheap. Totally. Yeah. 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 Not it's, cheap. It's yeah. not the cheapos from Walmart or no, something like that. This is the real deal. And the ones that you have coming in that package are twice the size of those. So they they custom made those for us so that they would fit in our our little spot here. That's sweet. But that, those ones, that's their standard, their standard operating. So we got that. What else? We're yeah, going to take think, a shot here. Yeah, I think we're the only uh, podcast with a speakeasy built into the table. I would say so. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Cooper's Chase Bourbon and Vodka uh, Distiller. And Doug still has one of the most popular podcasts out there, the David mm-hmm. vs. Goliath, you know, talking about, you know, a little vodka made here in Nebraska, West Point, Nebraska, compared to, you know, the whatever, Jose Cuervo's new Beasts, vodka and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, so – uh, and Doug actually texted me yesterday. Did he? Yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going? How's the podcast? And I'm like, it's it's doing terrific. Yeah. So, nice. Invite him back on. So I think pretty cool. We got like a guest list now. Yeah. You know? So Doug yeah. was one of the originals that we had on, and, and he's given us some of his drinks, and we like to talk about it because the stuff's good. Yeah. Made with local grains, and that's that. So pour it out. You, Which one do you want? Yeah, or do you, you want You want to do a vodka or a bourbon? <laughs> vodka? Vodka. Let's try that vodka. There we go. Yep. No, that's a good one. It's I'm I'm not a vodka guy, and I do not mind drinking that. Oh at wait, all. speaking of vodka, White Claw just released their vodka. Yeah, Ooh, what's that I got taste some. Like? It's it's good. I got it at home. Yeah. Then you tried it. I don't drink White Claws. Those are for girls. <laughs> I didn't say White Claw. I've, I've seen you. <laughs> Come on. This is the running joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. He's been out it a couple of times. Sometimes you got to do front. what you got to do. I mean, you guys, once in a while. No, the ad that we saw on TikTok was, did you get any of this? Yeah. Oh, uh, was put the White Claw vodka in your White Claw. That is a little bit much. Mm. Might be pushing it. Anyways, back to uh, I'm gonna not be drinking. So we got the Cooper's Chase drink. We got the Handle Bend cups. Uh, This is cheers to you, Drew. We appreciate you coming in, man. You're you're one of the busiest guys I know, and we've been trying to schedule this for what like three four weeks. Oh, but here we are. Always make time for you, Ben. Appreciate you, man. So let's take a quick drink here. Let's see what we think. Cheers. Not too bad. That's a smooth bourbon. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty good. Pretty that vodka's good. smooth. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Is that hy That distilleries is just right down the road from the local elevator that he gets the grain from. So, elevator that he worked for for a number of years. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Local cool grain story. I didn't uh, know you were trying to get him on earlier. Well, Drew and I have been talking for a while. I mean, just oh, trying wow. to get, yeah. And we're leaving next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. are you? It was a good week to do it. Oh, when you guys perfect. were gone, I think last week too. So yeah, we, we, yep. and that wasn't working out. So yeah. this busy guy over yeah. here going out of the country for the first time. Are you? Ooh, Ooh. Dang! Congratulations. Yeah, I guess. You scared? Yeah, scared to leave these guys for seven <laughs> days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and Jade's gone at the same time. Oh no! Oh jeez! I asked him who approved this time off, and he couldn't come up with a legitimate <laughs> answer. He was really trying to cancel his trip. He's like, we got so much going on, this big project, I can't go. I was like, dude, if you don't go now, you'll never go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just go. Yeah, You're going on vacation. Point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, you and Lindsay are going? Yep, with some friends. Okay. Dominican. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Okay, have that's fun. Nice. Well, I'm glad yep. we had you yeah. on. If she you, shot down uh, my uh, upside-down pineapple shorts. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I ordered you know, them on Amazon and put them in a cart, and she took them out. You know what pineapples stand for. I guess, didn't until guess. I ordered them. I just liked them. Okay, guess. so nobody else does here, just like the roach clip? <laughs> no, they were going to – Drew was going <laughs> to get friendly with the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's what that meant. Come on now. With the loofah on top of the car, the different Swingers. colors. I would have been yeah. learning a lot Hello. going out of the country. Mm-hmm. Why do you know so much about yeah. this? <laughs> oh. On next week's podcast. I Who's I David? Been part of this. <laughs> Stop it. This is David. He's just a good friend. Loves pineapple. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me here, though. For yeah, sure, brother. This is fun. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for being on. Yep. Right. Great. Thank you. Very, very happy and uh, proud to know you, man. Thank uh, you, Ben. It's been good. So, it's a lot, buddy. Yep. All right, cool. Well, we can close it out. You yep. guys got anything else? Out of here. No? Peace. Later. Right. Here it goes.